0: Uh, I was listening to a podcast over the last couple of days, and it was just a random thought, but I remembered as we're talking about names here that someone was indicating that Brittany was the most popular girl's (laughs) name of 1987, and for three years in a row, it was the the most popular name. So, with Jesus and Yeshua, was that a a very common name, a popular name, or a distinct name? Can you shed any light on that? It actually was. So,
1: we know that the name of the the one we call Jesus. Now, no one ever said the word Jesus before the 1700s that is a strictly Americanized version of the Greek and Roman transliteration of Yeshua but his name is Yeshua but once again that just happens to be what it was it's Remember, it comes from the word, the person that was went by the name of what we call Joshua. It was Yahushua and then Yeshua. So that name was around all through the Old Testament. Yahushua most of the time, and then Yeshua about 500 years before Jesus came on the scene. So when he arrives... He has the name of the guy that led them into the Promised Land. The guy with the first one whose name was ever combined with the name of God. There's a lot of really glowing uh, clues there that this name is very special, right? But if you're going to name your kid something, you're going to name him something special. If you go down to Mexico, South America, Central America... Uh, there is a long history of the gospel in that area so you were going to run into a whole lot of folks who have the name jesus right now mind you everybody takes a variation of the name it's Ya instead of ha but in their language uh ya and ha that's the sound they make in that beginning letter same as uh, when i early on we had an, on a mission trip we had been calling this guy Jorge the whole time, and I said, I just want to write down your name. How do you spell your name? And he said, G-E-O-R-G-E. I said, wait, Jorge, that's George. But that's, that was just because in my young naivete, I didn't get the concept. But that's how languages work. So, Yeshua... Happened to be the fifth most popular name in the first century. It was actually tied with Eleazar, which is the name of Lazarus in in the Greek language. He was beat out by Shimon, which is Simon, Yosef, which is Joseph, Yehuda, which is Judah or Judas, that was the same name, and uh, Yohanan, which is the name John. So all of the disciples, the apostles, those weren't just average guys. You know, you would have had a hundred of them in that area. So when you say Jesus of Nazareth, there's probably 50. Mm. Jesus of, uh, Yeshua of Nazareth. Sure, is, makes right? sense. Now, what does that compare if you're thinking today? If, if, if Yeshua was coming today on the scene in America, how does that relate? Well, the fifth most popular name over the last hundred years, you want to take a guess? Uh, Raymond. <laughs> That'd be nice. No, mine is not very popular. William would be the fifth most popular. Fourth would be Michael. If it was a woman, Linda, or Elizabeth. So that's how popular Bill, Willie, William, that's how common the name Yeshua was in the first century. Now, again, you're not going to find the Greek version of that that we use today. But here's the interesting part he becomes, steps up, he is the Messiah, he's rejected by most of the, at least the Jewish authorities and killed, he rose from the dead to to sit by the right hand of the Father by 70 AD it was so connected Yeshua to the Messiah. They didn't want it to be connected to the Messiah and who he was. So the Jews went back to the name Yahushua to avoid any connections to the name
0: of that person to be the Messiah. Because of the impact that yeah. he had there for 70, 30 it, plus, 40 years. There's
1: no denying of the impact he had just because they stopped. And you today, you will find in Israel and other places lots of people named Yahushua. You won't find anybody named Yeshua so the jewish leaders rejected their messiah yeshua jesus and within a generation or two they stopped speaking the name of the father Jehovah, and now for nearly two thousand years forbid each other to speak his name well it's an interesting sad part here it becomes sadly ironic when you read john fourteen six and seven yeshua said to him i'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father yehovah except through me if you had known him, you would have known my fa- If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Well, it's an interesting thing. They reject Jesus, and in the end, they reject the father too. Neither name will they say anymore. They toss him aside. It's a serious thing to mess with God's name. Once you start, it's really hard to stop. In fact, we know his name is Yeshua. It's historical, there's not a question of how his name looks. But if you go in Israel today, or just among Jews, Yeshua has become Yeshu to the Jews. It was such a common name all the way up to Bar Kokhba revolt. Several of Bar Kokhba's followers who were in that revolt were named Yeshua. But after that revolt and the Roman punishment, the name of Yeshua returned to use popularity, and Yeshua pretty much disappeared. Most likely because, it, you know, as I said, it was identified with Jesus. You can still find Yeshuas today, but yep, no Yeshuas. Yeshua is all over the place there's a lot of Hebrew refutation literature to make sure Jews don't discover Yeshua, Jesus or if they do to make sure they don't uncover the reality that he's the Messiah now since the Holocaust Jews see Christians very negatively because their oppressors were from Europe which was full of Protestants and Catholics right to them followers of Jesus which was by their actions they proved that they were not but nonetheless that's the heritage unfortunately we come by so to eliminate any association between the name Yeshua and the Messiah, Jews in Israel and Jews in general, dropped the "ah" from Yeshua, they call him Yeshu. So today, they drop the "ah," the ending from Yeshua, call him Yeshu. You get that? The last letter, that "ah," is called an "ein," which rather interestingly means the "I." <laughs> they removed their ability to see the Messiah. Yet again, it's it's sad and tragic and, and, and in a funny sense. His full name in secular Hebrew is Yeshua HaNatsri. Natsri is the Hebrew word for Christian. It actually means one from Nazareth, uh, Natsari. Yeshua HaNatsri means Jesus the Nazarene or Jesus the Christian. To the Israeli in the street, Yeshua is the name of the founder of Christianity. They don't see him as a Jew in any way. In fact, Yeshua means Yehovah is salvation, Yeshu means may his name be obliterated. That's okay. how significant wow. you throw name throw away the name of Father, you stop saying it, you throw away the Messiah, and pretty soon it just does not go well for you. God loves the Jews and wants us to love them enough to leave them back to him. Meanwhile, I think this is rather fascinating, he does have openings. What makes you a Jew? Now, if I was asked Corey, what makes you a Jew? Well, she was born. It's Jewish blood. So, therefore, she's part Jewish. And so, however much of a part, you're Jewish. But God is gathering outcasts. And what does it depend on for God to look at you as he looks upon his chosen people? Now, you may probably not even know this scripture. But as I've been bringing up the name of Jehovah all day to help restore that name to you, listen to Isaiah 56, 6 through 8. Also, the foreigners that's us that join themselves to Jehovah to minister unto him and to love the name of Jehovah and to be his servants, everyone that keeps the Sabbath from profaning it and holds fast my covenant, so that's the standards bottom line: love the name of Jehovah, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer, their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. Okay, that's a Jewish standard. No one else gets that standard. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord Jehovah who gathers the outcast of Israel says, Yet will I gather others to him besides his own that are gathered. So God is gathering outcasts, specifically foreigners, that is not Jewish, And here's what he's looking for. They minister to him. They love the name of Jehovah. They're his servants. They keep from profaning the Sabbath. They hold fast to his covenant. So how do we love a name that we don't know? At some point, you have to ask, why has this name been robbed from me and by whom? And you might be like me and just get angry at the thought that these translators have yanked the name out of the scripture 6,828 times, and you spend the time then to make sure you're reading
0: those versions of the bible so you can be restored to that name you may have addressed this question at a point uh, earlier that i wasn't listening traveling in this morning but is there a particular version of the scriptures that uh... is more faithful to keeping uh... god's name uh, in or is that something that's just extremely difficult to find or find in an english bible
1: well, the sad tragedy is uh, almost every Bible that you find, that you love, that you read, that you have, does not have the name of God in it. They have yanked it out because they didn't believe in translating it from the Hebrew. They replace it with the Lord in capital letters. Or if you read some versions, it'll say Adonai, which is the Hebrew word for the mm-hmm. Lord. King James, the original King James, has it four times. Jehovah. Now, beyond the King James, uh, you could also find the word Jehovah. Now, again, it's not the proper rendering, but it's close enough. The American Standard came out in 1901. It was created in the 1800s for the express purpose of putting the name of Jehovah into the Bible. They talk about that in their introduction. Fifty years later, in 1952, the new Revised Standard comes out. New new American American Standard. Standard. You remember that? Uh, it's NASV. actually one of my favorite Bibles. Well, if you go back and read the what they called the Standard Version, which mm-hmm. was the early verses that, you know the only difference? They yanked out Jehovah from it again. Hmm. So the very thing they made the Bible for, they yanked it out again. Jehovah also appears in Young's literal translation. It's from 1862. Darby's Bible translation is 1890. Of course, the King James now Yahweh appears in the names of God Bible all those times. So if you want it, all the places that it's going, those are the only versions that'll do that. Uh, the complete Jewish Bible, uh, of course, obviously they don't want the name in there, and so they only put Yehovah four times in there. I have noticed because I was looking, a lot of independent publishers have come out and put together Bibles that have intentionally put jehovah back in they tend to be king james because it's uh, public domain mm-hmm. and you can find those all over amazon but uh, for the most place well uh, for the most part uh, apart from those four or five right there that have either jehovah or uh, or that there's one other new newer bible from a guy over in athens that has actually the name jehovah but it's a newer translation and i've been reading it but i've I haven't really decided if I really love it or not, but sure. at least that he put Jehovah in the Bible and, and uh, for that purpose. So that's the long answer to a difficult question.